When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Yeah, fuckers. There it is. That's yeah. how we start the Tim McKernan show. A very special election version of Pick 6. Ladies and gentlemen, that's producer Joe answering his phone. Those phone lines sponsored by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. While me, G-Unit, and Gangster Pete are in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Ryan Kelly. I just got pre-approved. I'm in the, I'm in the process of getting pre-approved right now with Ryan Kelly. Literally within the last like three minutes I uh, am communicating with his staff, and they're so good. TheHomeLoanExpert.com. If you're refinancing or if you're buying a home, go to TheHomeLoanExpert.com and get pre-approved. Now it's just like you're walking around with a suitcase of cash, Jack. You're just walking around with a suitcase of cash, comma, Jack. Uh, and I hear tell it's a seller's market like the Dickens right now. Anybody hear that? Nurse? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Oh, it's, it's, it's yes. ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, a, it's kind of a shame for... For buyers, no. I mean, they they just have to be getting a bidding war every that's time. That's exactly what I'm. That's, Crazy. that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, Producer Joe, what's the good word with you? Oh, I, uh, I, I'm just flying high, as happy as I could possibly be. Can't tell. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call the flop because I'm not sure what that meant, and I'm gonna go ahead and see what the action is on the turn. And then I'll make a decision on on whether or not I'm going to fold or I'm going to come back over the top. Sarcasm due to the election is my bet. I don't think so because he's not really a Trump guy. He voted for him, no, but he's no, not really yeah, a Trump guy. I, I, my, yeah, my 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 elation has nothing to do in any way, shape, or it's more personal than anything else. What's going on? Did you have uh, the less popular MFF last night? No, no. I actually I just got back in town. Um, and flying into Lambert no, it, it, is something that fills everyone with euphoria. <laughs> yeah, I, well, we were we were twenty minutes early, so that that makes everybody. Where were happy. you coming from? I didn't uh, know you were out of town. Uh, I, I had to go back home for the week uh, for a couple of days uh, to take care of some stuff, and so uh, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to talk about it on here, but I'll explain it to you. Uh, tomorrow right, there it is. Whenever. There's pretty. Easy. I, I, G I unit is confidential. Stop asking questions. <laughs> G units on the high because he went five and one last week. Yeah, well, he did. I was sitting there watching it roll in, and I go, "Motherfucker, here he goes." It's November, so it's time for him to start Sunday know, charge. Sunday. I'm charge. like the Saints. I'm like the New Orleans Saints this way. Isn't that a thing? Is my mic on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's go on to, to another topic. To compare you to the Saints. The best. I, I, where is it? Where are the, are you, fuck are the picks? All right, there we go. Are you an aging quarterback that shows up against subpar teams but struggles against good ones? Oh, wow. Drew Brees taking shrapnel. (laughs) Wow. That is not the way I would break down Drew Brees right now. I'll tell you that 
I mean, I, he is impressing me every bit. See what the hell you did Tom Brady before you two want to break down Drew Brees like <laughs> what the hell is it? Shannon Sharp and Skip Ellis. Let's see. Uh, Patriots Bills over. Uh, that is not one I would have picked, by the way, considering the weather there. I don't even know what what happened. A that, lot, of, that barely... a lot of sharps were on the under, and it <laughs> yeah. actually went down to thirty nine and a half before kickoff. Oh, wow. and it looked bad. I think it was like seven to seven to three at the end of the end of the first half. Is that right? Oh, Whatever it was, yeah, it, it, but it covered. Did it came back? Yeah, I, I I don't even know what the outcome was. The Patriots lost, right? That's where yeah, I am. They I'm lost by a, they lost by a field goal. Yeah. Uh, and then you had the Patriots plus three and a half, so you covered. There we go. Could have scrolled ahead to the next line. You had the 49ers plus three that didn't cover. Broncos plus three and a half, Steelers plus four, and your lock was the Steelers Ravens over forty six. I do like that play. And you went five and one, one no on your locks, and by being seventeen and eighteen, uh, you are now a half game or a game out, I guess, of first place. Because is this correct, Pete? Producer Joe is the leader at seventeen and sixteen. That's right. <laughs> the Pick Six Podcast. It is tightening up. <laughs> The NFC of gambling podcast. Five and one in your locks. That is right. What? What? Uh, you were on Ohio State minus twelve, and they won yeah. by thirteen. Yeah, that was the sweat. Uh, sure, I, I was. I was. I, I spent my entire Saturday afternoon last weekend worried about whether or not I was going to cover my lock. Well, now there's uh, the sarcasm you were game. picking up on. Yeah, earlier. I mean, I, I've been in Ohio State and I watched the game, so it was a sweat. That's all I was saying. Yeah, These I two are going to start slapboxing. Hey, uh, Joe, speaking oh, of, on high alert today. <laughs> speaking of soccer, let me throw this out here. I, I uh, got a couple tips from a guy that knows a little bit about this um, European football. Uh, he says, bet on Everton, Wolves, and Spurs when they play at home in the EPL. And Tottenham in general look great this year. You should bet on them often. What are your thoughts? You read well. Um, I agree to a certain point, uh, like we're a week removed, like legitimately a week ago, Spurs look like absolute dog shit in our Europa League game though. And so there's a lot that goes on with Jose Mourinho teams. It just doesn't make any sense, but in the league, um, they're, they're playing well. Uh, I pushed with them personally on Sunday. Uh, I, I took the, the goal line in that one and it was one. And uh, I pushed it. But in the league, I would agree. I, I would just be careful uh, looping in Spurs with your European competition. Um, Wolves are tricky. Uh, and until this past week, I think they scored two goals in the first half this past week. But they hadn't scored in the first half in forever. Um, and then Everton, uh, they started off so, so well. They play United this weekend. Um Oh, I think you're going to go over post. on that one, aren't you? Yeah, there it is. There's the lock. We already heard about it. I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, but like Carlo Ancelotti is an unbelievably good manager and gets more out of like mediocre teams than than most would, and so uh, it, it, I like the general premise of what he was saying. Yes. Thank you very much, Joe. There it is. The information has been conveyed. Hey, Prod Joe, as a guy who did vote for Trump, but isn't like, I don't know what the right word to describe, passionate about it. Uh, what is your opinion of where things are? Pete and I are kind of doing time capsule uh, podcasts. We just did one yesterday. It was well received. I think I told you that already, Pete. I got yeah, a lot of emails right. about it. Um, but I'm, I'm legitimately curious, and I know we can have a conversation about it without it turning into something. 
you know. <laughs> you mean like pre-election uh, uh, night Fox News talking points? Fox um, News, I've noticed, I, by the way, I was watching it leading into this. Uh, if anything, I've noticed now before Tucker Carlson gets on. So this is Brett Baer. Um, mm-hmm. Is it Martha McCallum? Dana am I right? Because she... Uh, Oh, you like that Dana Perino? Dana, Dana Perino actually would be one that I would include in there. And who else did I see? Uh, but Mike Huckabee yesterday, can't recall the gentleman who's a White House speechwriter who was on around 150 yesterday. I think they're all kind of like, all right, enough. That's it. We, we kind of did the deal yeah. for four years. Let's move on. We're probably going to con- control the Senate. So this is actually an optimal deal. We don't have to deal with him anymore. I think a lot of Republican senators probably feel that way privately. And uh, mm-hmm. and now we can move on. And Joe Biden is going to be president in four years anyway. Not to say a Republican will be, but he's not going to be. So, I'm, I'm so therefore I'm curious what your your opinion because I feel like you probably would fit into that category, but I don't know. We haven't discussed it. I, I think overall what you just said is like a best case scenario. In all honesty, um, because one. It's going to be incredibly hard to pack the court if you don't have the Senate. So, like, that being one of the, the big concerns leading into the election, if you've got the Senate, it's not going to happen. Um, or it's going to be incredibly difficult to have it happen. And, like, the, the, the dog and pony show that's now going on uh, over this state and that state, count this, don't count that. And, mind you, I was, I was in Atlanta, uh, or Hickory Flat, but in Georgia – the, the past few days, which is obviously uh, uh, hotbed of, of activity, being it is, it is. Um, so I, I think I agree with that. Hey, look, it's just not going to happen, um, or or the the map to get to it happening is so incredibly treacherous with with mountains and hills and holes and whatever that holes. Nice. It, it, it just reflects so. Well, I don't, I don't want to say it reflects poorly, but like no part of it is a surprise at this point. Like right, all of the that. bullshit that happened for the last four years is now encapsulated into two days or three days at this point of just unbelievable nonsense. Well, you know, and I know that people don't think that Biden is going to maybe not even serve out his whole four years and certainly not be a two term president. And I'm not saying that he's definitely going to be a great president, but let's let's think for a second as as to who would be better at this time, because I don't really know who, I mean, this is like the most empathetic guy of the people of the people who were running. I'm saying, see, I'm I'm, I'm going further. I'm saying that right now in our time where, where it is just so bad on the two sides, just so much hatred. I mean, this guy is someone who's been through so much stuff and he, 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 it seems, and I believe he is, literally sincere. I agree with that. And he's likable to the opposite side, and he, and I don't think he's going to try and push things through. And even if he wanted to, he's not going to be able to. Right. So I, I honestly think there's a possibility he could be the perfect president for this time in our history. And he's just like a grandfatherly type of guy, uncle type of guy, and, and you know, he, he's just not going to be a dick. And we're kind of sick of well, having I understand. I understand that. I guess I, I think oh, perfect is overstating it. Although I know you're not trying to say he is the perfect president. I just, I just, I, you know, like I said, in a matter of 10 minutes, I said this on QFTA yesterday, we had a guy tweeting, you know, standard 
shit, misspelling the word polls and how the election was being stolen from him and that he had won all in a matter of like two minutes. You know, you just kind of go, oh, there that is. And then, then you have the other guy come out, you know, 12 years after he had one of the greatest winning speeches at Grant Park with Barack Obama and Biden. I know he wasn't winning at the time, um, but wanders out there. It's, it's really not impressive as far as the ability to deliver the speech. And then he wanders away, waves, and then goes back up to the microphone, which has been turned off and starts talking more, and then his, Dr. Jill has <laughs> to pull him funny. off the stage. But yesterday thing. was much better. I thought that was an outstanding speech. And, and I that's, agree. That's so what I get we what you're need saying. from him. So I guess that's what, what I say, we need. I'm, I'm holding you to the literal interpretation of the word perfect. I would say, of, of the people who may have been choices, I get it. And, and, and perhaps, you know, does Pete Buttigieg, for example, win Michigan— Ohio, well, he didn't win. Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, or Arizona. Pete Buttigieg, John Wynn, Arizona. He wouldn't I know have had that. a chance, yeah. He, so, he had no so chance. from that standpoint, that was the logic, because anytime I, Doug would go, why in the world did they choose Biden? I go, it's not about he's the best candidate, per se. It wasn't Bernie Sanders, and of Buttigieg, Klobuchar, and Biden, he was the one who was going to appeal to the most demographics in the Democrat Party. And, and that, that was the logic. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that, what the, that your premise is pretty much what everybody thinks about Biden, that he—, he he is not that good of a candidate, maybe even a bad candidate, but he was the best. I of the thought group he would have been a very win. good candidate in 2016. That's what I thought. And, I, and, and I, I thought John McCain would have been a great candidate. And I thought he was a great candidate in 2008, but I thought he would have right. been a great candidate in 2000. And to me, that's a defining moment in American history, that South Carolina primary. No question. No, uh, no question about it. I'm just saying that, that it is possible, and no one thinks it's possible, that, that he could be a, a, a really good president it's it's like it's like it's not even on the no the, I, I get that the radar i, get that. I mean I'm, I'm still and I, I don't know where pete is, is pete and i did nothing. this 24 hours ago i don't know if pete's still not sure that he's even going to be or maybe not even think he's going to be the president yeah if you, you want to know? know what i think listen to qfta from yesterday look at that look at the pete always be promoting is what he says i always listen all the time promoting. i haven't i haven't listened to this yet it was so. good even though we were both on like a combined well, what six he hours think? Of why don't you give me a little uh little hint what do you think oh i think that it's the best possible situation if Biden is the president, and then the Senate is oh, Republican. Yeah. yeah, and and I and as a guy that I consider middle of the of the road, I think I am. I mean, uh, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, well, I talked with people who who certainly um, are certainly not Democrats or liberal yesterday, and they were like in heaven because I don't think people saw this outcome taking place. But again, I don't feel like the outcome has. Arrived. Yeah, I don't think this is it's over. Not over yet. You know, yeah. I was saying to Pete as we were uh, waiting to come into the studio, I said, "Boy, it is. It's because it, people maybe of reasonable, you know, the larger portion of the bell curve are sitting in here. Joe voted for Trump. Uh, the three of us voted for Biden. I don't know how many people were like really enthusiastic of the four of us. It sounds like maybe you were G Unit. I was enthusiastic, but to en- enthusiastic to vote against Trump. But either way, here's a person who's a conservative and saying this is this is ideal because I thought. The problem would be Biden would win, but then the Democrats would take control of the Senate and have control of the House. And now you've got a potential disaster from his standpoint as a wealthier person who's an investor and a business person. And that was his concern. So in his mind, he's like, I know Trump's a clown show, I, you know, but I voted for him. I know he's a clown show, but I was worried about the policies. And now, even if Biden did want to ram through policies that I'm not a huge fan of, the checks and balances are in place. And now Trump is out, which is a wonderful thing. And I think a lot of Republican senators and reps probably internally, at least at this moment, will be like, this could be incredible. This is perfect. And by the way, we got control of the Supreme Court 
for God only knows how long with what's taken place over the last, you know, month. So uh, from their standpoint, it's kind of a, a win. Gridlock's better than associate. Yeah, the other side of it, Tim, too, and um, I feel as though I'm a somewhat intelligent person, but when it comes to politics, uh, not nearly as intelligent as others. But if at the same time, uh, for somebody at the RNC or somebody inside of the party, um, they, they have to look at it as well and look at the minority vote that came in with Trump, you know, more than 2016 and look at that as saying, okay, well, great. Even if we don't end up winning this election, we have swung some people our direction and what can take place over the next four years to continue that. You know, like it probably gets lost in the shuffle of a whole bunch of stuff that's taking place right now, but doing better with the African-American community, doing better in some sections of the Latin community. Yeah, the Miami thing is a a fascinating uh, element. I mean, that's just the whole yeah. socialist Cuban argument. Socialist, I mean, exactly. the, the, the fact that everyone it, thinks it, Joe Biden's a socialist pisses me right off so much. It's like, everyone's but, like, but, oh, but, he's but, been but, here 47 okay, years. He hasn't said, done anything. Oh, and he's a okay, socialist. Okay, but now you're, now you're talking to like, you know. The, well, that's what the Cuban vote. I, mean, I understand, but you oh, said everyone. Again, I'm doing literal oh, here. But I'm talking about, about the Cubans. Right, which is what explains I mean, they that believe decline. that he's a fucking communist, and it's all because of, 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 of the right-wing propaganda. And it's a shame. And I think the same way on the other other side. When, when people believe in just fake propaganda, it's a shame. Yeah, but I don't think when people are believing in fake propaganda, they don't know they're believing in fake propaganda. Well, right. I mean, clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean but, hell, I, I might no. believe in fake propaganda and not know. Right, you know what I mean? Nobody that, knows they're I, believing in That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a, it's a shame when people are tricked. And that is a huge segment of, of, of the Cuban well, that's what explain Miami-Dade County. I mean, the, the, I mean— He's not a communist. He's, he's been around. He's been vice president for eight years. Yeah. I mean, it's like you don't know who he is. Like, I mean, come on. Um, Gangster Pete has excused himself. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he uh, might is, be a communist. He got a little. Yeah, you think that's what you think that's, you think that's what it was. It's possible. Um, let's see what we've got here. So let me go through the standings and also tell our audience about uh, some of our wonderful advertisers here on the program. I am 16 and 20 in last place. Uh, G unit, despite going five and one is in, uh, third place, 17 and 18, uh, gangster Pete is 18 and 18 and, uh, producer Joe is 17 and 16 and leading. So this is a, this is a clinic, uh, as it, as it oftentimes is, I got this, uh, just got this during the show as a, as a matter of fact, let me see if I can pull it up here because it's a spot, but it's. It drives home what I'm trying to talk about when I talk about these advertisers who are on this thing. Because I know them, and um, it's it's just it's just real. It's not a, you know, I don't know. Joe, you were producing the show, and sometimes we just get handed things, and we'd have to read them. We don't know what the hell we're reading for. Uh, but I know James. Ah, I got a dog. Dog name's Dixie. That, that, that's one of the ultimate. That should be a Swope's picks. <laughs> uh, boy, that was something else. It wasn't even wasn't even my dog. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah. My wife's dog wasn't my dog, uh, but God, the station wanted the money so badly. I'm like, I mean, okay, I mean, okay, I guess by definition. So I never said I have a dog. I would say got a dog. That was how I could oh. morally reason with myself. Good for you. Yeah, that that was so. So my wife did have the dog, and the dog's name was indeed Dixie. So by definition, that's how I morally reasoned through it, and then I would just read the. Well, that that account, as a matter of fact, led to like one of the first firings of the cat, if I'm not mistaken. 
That was the tickling episode. Uh, oh, yeah. That was the start. <laughs> yeah, that, was yeah. the, that was the start. Uh, Tim, just wanted to thank you for introducing me via advertising to James Carlton and his business. I'd been a State Farm customer for over 25 years with one agent and really didn't think anything about it. I just didn't know I should have expected more from my agent. Dumb, I know, as I'm the customer, but still, insurance is just not something I wanted to spend a bunch of time thinking about. I think that is how most people handle their insurance. Right there, that sentence sums it up. But your talk about James intrigued me, and then my oldest daughter became a driver. I called my former agent, and as usual, I had to leave a message, and then finally got a call back after a few days. This got me thinking about the customer service I should expect, so I bit the bullet and gave James a call. Night and day difference. We had a great discussion. I immediately decided at that call I was going to make the switch, and I could not be happier about my decision. In two months with James, I have had more reach out and interaction than in the previous 25 years with my other agent. He reduced my rates, set me up with a program to save money, and made adding an additional driver not a headache. Just last week, my wife got rear-ended, no damage, and she's fine, but the concern and follow-up text from James' office has been a breath of fresh air. Just thinking about it makes me angry at myself for not expecting more from my previous insurance agent. Just the idea of calling my agent and actually getting an answer may seem like a small thing, but believe me, when you have a need and know you'll get to speak to someone right away, it's a huge relief. Just wanted to share my personal experience, and I actually find myself pushing people to James Carlton because they deserve more from their agent and they than they are getting. Feel free to share my name and my story if it helps people understand that James and his staff are great people. It's great to know that you have quality people like him advertising with the radio show and with the podcast, and that comes from David Ellington. And that is why I switched to James Carlton. I wasn't, I mean, I, I, was, I liked James, but after a few months, I'm like, this guy really, there is a difference here, and I made the switch. So there it is, 314-961-4800, or go online at carltoninsurance.com. Dot net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. All right, uh, G Unit, uh, you are our leadoff hitter at five and one. All right. Do you want to talk about going five and one? No, no. We'll have uh, plenty of other days to, to talk about <laughs> stats like that. Uh, but let's start Thursday night football. San Francisco 49ers. What a mess this is. It is, and uh, so they're plus seven Injuries and a half. in COVID is what I'm talking it's about. It's seven right now. Seven. Wow, it goes down. Huh. Well, I locked it in seven and a half this morning. Um, you know, I think the COVID thing is kind of a non-issue. I don't know if it even moved the line, but uh, they haven't announced what player it was, correct? Uh, so we don't know who it is, but, but this had happened before on a Thursday night game. I believe it was the Titans and Bills. And I bet the opposite, the team that did not have the COVID situation and— uh, that did not work out. And I think it's just over the, the COVID role, whether or not it's a player or two or the facilities have to close down for 24 hours. I don't think it, it plays any difference. Um, but I'm taking San Francisco because uh, these teams are familiar with each other. And if you remember in the uh, championship of the conference last year, San Francisco beat the shit out of them. And it wasn't just Jimmy G. I mean, they ran all over them. And it was they, they defended Green Bay. I mean, it made... Aaron Rodgers looked like a joke. Um, so we we do have that, and that's just, uh, you know, less than half a season ago. It hurts to lose Jimmy G, but but Mullins can have a good game. He certainly looked great in the second half of, of last week's loss to Seattle. Kittle's obviously a big loss, but then again, we're, we're, we're not betting on, a, um, on, an, on an offensive juggernaut tonight. It's more of a defensive play in San Francisco. So... I like them to possibly pull the upset outright, but certainly to cover the seven. Um, and don't forget, you know, the Packers are trending in the wrong direction. They've lost two out of three. They got blown out in Tampa Bay a few weeks ago. 
uh, lost to Minnesota this past weekend. So they're not the darling that they were at the start of the week. Pete, you like this pick, don't you? Uh, I don't know who's running the ball for the Niners this week. Well, I guess you don't either. <laughs> I, I know, but that's not something that we need to get into at this point because we've got to move on to the next game. <laughs> well played. Nice. Miami that at Arizona, nice. over 48 and a half. This game is Sunday, later afternoon. I just like both these teams' uh, offenses are, are putting together some numbers. You know, you get a half point, it's 48. Oh, yes. nice. There it is. And I think Things the only thing that, that scares me is Tua. You know, he, he had an okay game, but last week's – uh, score for Miami was kind of jacked up because the Rams turned it over so many times. Uh, but at the same time, they, they had been putting together some points in the weeks uh, before that, and I just think the Cardinals are going are, are gonna to probably put up 35-plus. So I, I like the over at 48 for sure. And this pick here, I love it. I love it. Baltimore, minus one and a half at the Colts. Uh, this would be my uh, five-star double lock of the week. Um, the only thing that I'm, I'm not making it that is that, that I haven't seen the Colts play but for a few minutes. But but looking at the— <laughs> What a fucking podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, who else, who's watching, watching fucking Colts tape? I mean, r- r- honestly, I've seen them play. Well, I mean, I'm also not saying I love shit when I haven't seen anybody Five-star double oh. lock. I've never seen that team play. <laughs> no, no, you look at the numbers, man. I mean, it, the, some some bets are eye test, and, and some bets are, uh, are are numbers test. This is If the FCC monitored podcast, they should shut us down. <laughs> <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> but this this is clearly just—well, I mean, I've seen Baltimore play a lot, and they're and they're great. These teams are both five and two, and Baltimore is favored by one and a half, and I suspect it's going to be three by by game time. So get the bets in now. But the Colts are the biggest pretender in in the NFL based on these records. I mean, they're both five and two, and they only have two games in common, right? So Baltimore beat Cleveland thirty eight to six. Baltimore beat Cincinnati twenty seven to three. And what did it, Indianapolis do about uh, with those teams? Cleveland they lost thirty two to twenty three, and against Cincinnati they barely won thirty one to twenty seven. Indianapolis' schedule has got to be the easiest schedule up to this point of anyone by far. Listen to these games. Jacksonville, Minnesota, the Jets, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Detroit, the Bears. So the, the, the toughest game is against Chicago, and they, and they won by a touchdown. I, I, just, I just think that this is, is, is oh, it's too easy of a bet, quite frankly. So that scares me a little bit, but Baltimore. I, I, with, with, your, with that, while you were talking about having not watched it, uh, the Ravens run for 178 yards per game. Did you know that the Colts have the second best rush defense in the league? G unit. Yeah, I did know 79. that. 79.9 yards. Okay. I actually thought Although, it was the best. I thought it was the best, but yeah, I, I knew. I guess who the uh, is that the 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 Bengals or oh, Browns that have the best? The, the no, the Bucks have the best run defense in yards per game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Buccaneers. Yeah, but at the same time, stats can be misleading based on who you've played, and I think you laid that out there. But I mean, yeah. that's just, that's just such a bad, bad lineup that they've played. And don't forget, I mean, Baltimore's run offense is a little bit different than everybody else's. I think Lamar looked fast on that turf. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I have seen the Colts play. I said I have not seen them play too much, okay? I've seen them play but a bit this season. Three plays. Uh, New England Patriots minus seven at the Jets. You know, I don't think this is seven and a half now, pal. Uh oh. Mm. The worm has turned. Uh, I'd like to buy that half point. Peter, you selling the half point? 
Nah, we're closed up. <laughs> well, the uh, oh, you know what? Yeah, I, I got to start looking into that because what do what we go? We have bets in between what minus one twenty is the is the highest we can go, or is it minus one thirty? Minus one twenty, baby. Minus one twenty. So if that's if that's at minus one hundred five, I could buy half point theoretically. It's minus one ten. Okay. Well, so uh, the the Patriots, I, I I do not think their season's over. Last week, boy, that was a devastating loss, and I'm going to keep taking them until they cover one of these. Well, they did cover last week, but I'm going to take them again because I think they're going <laughs> to. <laughs> I think I'm over prepared for, for this show. They, they I've never had that problem for any show I've ever hosted. The Jets are just so fucking bad, and and the and if you look at the Patriots' schedule, they're in the hunt. We have an expanded playoff scenario here this year. Don't forget. And even though they're not looking good with their record now, they have a really weak second half of the season competition-wise. But obviously they need to win this game. I, I look at them to just, just murder them. Uh, Pittsburgh, minus 13.5 at Dallas. Dallas is 0-8 against the spread. Pittsburgh, final score 30-6. to Boom. They're minus 14. And boom. Man. God, I think I need Joe getting out of his car. He always gives me good lines. I, I am out of my car. I am back in the home office. Oh, the world headquarters. Uh, Are you recording, recording these? Pull it up. I am. I oh, am. I, right. I was looking for a nice, smooth, easy way to easy way to bring that into you, Pete. And I should have just texted you. But all right. yeah, it's all good, pal. I think I'm up next. You which are, is, which is three amazing. And three. Three, three and three and three gets you second place in this uh, this dog and pony show. Uh, all right, let's see what we've got here. Uh, and I want to make sure the lines are as accurate as the day as well. I've noticed that. Uh, on our site, we don't have a whole lot of NFL lines. Is a shitload of bye weeks or a shitload of injuries? They're not all posted, I know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Just, a, I mean, for real, there's only three noon games up. I, I got scores and odds up if we need a line. All right, fair enough. Uh, I will be going with the under on the Patriots and the Jets on Monday Night Football. I'm sure ESPN loves it. I just, I have to keep going with it. I, I, I went with uh, Darnold and a few Jets receivers you can win a prize if you can name any of the Jets receivers. I think I did this on TMA. Wayne Krebet. Uh, is Robbie Anderson still there? He is. Uh, well, Robbie Anderson is with the Panthers. Wayne Krebet, I believe, was in the slot on Sunday. <laughs> he was, but I didn't have him on any of my rosters. So I actually, because I had a good, I had Dalvin Cook who went off on a bunch of teams, and so I had him paired with the Jets. You know, nobody's going to be on the Jets, and I figured they'd have to throw because they'd be behind. And it reminds me of the Rams under Spagnolo. I haven't seen anything like that in the NFL. I don't know how many people watch the Jets. I'm sure Chiefs fans did because they just had to see it. But it is it is stunning how bad they are. I don't know how an organization gets to that point w- without the intent of wanting to move. Um, so I will go with the under on the Jets and Patriots, 42 and a half. The under on the Jets and Patriots. I will go on the over of the Steelers. And Cowboys, the over on the Steelers and Cowboys, that is at 42. Um, I, I do not like that play. Okay. You know what I wrote down here, you by the way? 30 to 6. What's that? Wait, what did you say? Didn't you said. Unit just called? Yeah, you, yeah. So he said over. You said right? 30 to 6. Yeah. Oh, you wanted a, very, you wanted yeah. a specific. Oh yeah, that'll be the final score. I, I actually, I, I actually, God, I kind of hope it would be the final. I score. wrote down here if I was teasing this game, I'd tease it up to fifty-two. I cannot score see Dallas scoring double digits. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. Uh, I just am in uh, the shootout mode on uh, on this one. And here's the other thing: you can get it down to thirty. So, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that, anytime I can get a game, especially around twenty, and you know it's climate controlled in Dallas, that's 
part of the thought process on it. But I mean, listen, I'm just fucking filling time over here. So I want to make that crystal clear. Not that anybody was under the auspice of it was being otherwise. Uh, and then I go into college for the rest of the fun and games. Uh, I am on Miami minus 10 and a half at NC State. Uh, I am on BYU minus three at Boise State. And uh, one more. Uh, I am on Indiana plus three at home against Jim Harbaugh, who might be doing his swan song throughout the Big Ten uh, after losing to a Michigan State team that lost to Rutgers. He is now one and one and heading to a two and zero Indiana operation. Indiana plus three at home against the Wolverines. Who's up next? Gangster Pete. No, nope, uh, no, not I, me. Oh, that's right. You you won you won in five. Did uh, Prod Joe saying that? <laughs> Prod Joe. Uh, I am going to start off with my first game running uh, perpendicular to your last pick. I am going to take Michigan minus three on the bounce back factor. Hail to the victors last weekend. Um, it's not that I am a huge Jim Harbaugh fan or any, but I, I do see a little bit of a bounce back uh, coming uh, for uh, the Wolverines. Next up, I am uh, going to go to uh, Jacksonville, Florida, where I believe Georgia will cover the three points against the Florida Gators. And uh, if three and a half, Georgia is going to be able to. Uh, is it up to three and a half? I'll check. I had three earlier. I had three when I wrote everything down. Ah, it's at three and a half now. Yuck! 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 I, I'll still ride it. It's at three and a half now. Um, I will still ride it. Uh, I, I do think Georgia's defense will provide some form of resistance to Florida, and Florida still can't stop a whole lot of people. And uh, I will uh, I will ride the Bulldog train. I think it's the first time I've picked Georgia all year, uh, looking back at my picks as we go along here. No, I had him as a lock in week three. I take that back. So it's the second time I've taken Georgia this year. Uh, next up, it is uh, a messy situation right now for – one of the two best teams in the country, but I will bank on uh, Dabo Sweeney being able to make something happen, and I will lay the five with Clemson against Notre Dame this weekend. Wow, uh, wow, wow. The anti-Irish Catholic thing continues from producer Joe. Year eight. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I think it's also the first time I've had anything to do with a, a Notre Dame game this season, but uh, I will lay that. Uh, and take it. And then uh, I've got soccer plays. And uh, one of the games that, uh, or one of the teams that uh, G Unit had mentioned just a little bit ago, I'm going to go over the two and a half between Leicester and Wolves. And then I am going to go over three and a half with Liverpool and City to wrap up uh, my first five games. Producer Joe's picks are in. Now I'm going to tell people about Seth Goldcamp. And isn't he a wonderful man? Isn't he? He is. He really is. Oh, yeah. He yeah. really is. One of, the, one of the best in the business. Yeah, he is. Uh, he really is. And he runs an incredible business. And that business is design, air, heating, and cooling. And he's got this going on for the month of November. Veterans, nurses, doctors, law enforcement, firefighters. Free furnace tune-up to make sure your heating system is operating safely this winter. No strings attached. No other purchase necessary. Design Air just wants to thank all of these frontline workers for their extraordinary efforts in 2020. To schedule your free tune-up, 
Or to get more information about the rebate, please visit designairservice.com. I'm a client, a very happy client. Doug had him over to his place this past weekend. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. They truly are the best. Designairservice.com. And Restoration One. Restoration One of CentralStLouis.com. Any damage to your home? Water damage? Mold remediation? Restoration One of CentralStLouis.com. Uh, That's where you go. Restoration, the number one of CentralStLouis.com. 314-888-5266. It's Restoration One of Central St. Louis. Jim Rogers and his incredible staff at Restoration One of Central St. Louis. That's the company you need to be doing business with. Gangster Pete, the floor is yours. All right, we had a bad week last week, but no excuses. We're going to bounce back this week. We're going to start out tomorrow night out in the Mountain West. We've got San Jose State at San Diego State. This is a rivalry game. Both teams are 2-0. and uh, Both teams have a good defense. San Diego State has won this rivalry game seven times in a row. I'm going with San Jose plus 9.5. This is the best team they've had during that losing streak, and I think they'll cover the 9.5. So pick one, San Jose State plus 9.5. We're going to stay in the Mountain West. Also on Friday night, I'm going out to that Boise State game that Tim picked. Yeah. Except I am going to take the over 61. Uh, both of these teams fuck on offense. Uh, Boise State and BYU both score over 44 points a game. Uh, I think they, it is going to be a shootout Boom. on the Smurf turf. Did you say they they fuck on offense? Both these teams fuck never, on offense. I've never heard that, that put that way. Now I think the podcast should be reinstated by the FCC. <laughs> tell, tell your kids about that one. Jameson, come in. Listen to Pete. Hey, Teddy, let me tell you something. Don't repeat this at school. Uh, Boise, yeah. over, over 61. That is uh, pick number two. Next, we are going to the Clemson-Notre Dame game. I'm with Joe. I got Clemson minus five. I think they got their big scare last week, so you're getting some line value here at minus five. Big Cinco. He's going to work out the kinks that he had last week. And Notre Dame needs to prove that they have the athletes to hang with one of these elite teams. I haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. So until I see it, I'm going to go with uh, Clemson minus five. And then for my next pick, we are going to the NFL. Uh, I'm going with the Chiefs minus ten and a half against the Panthers. Uh, I think the lines makers are begging you to take the Panthers with that hook. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to just beat the doors off them at Arrowhead. So I will take the Chiefs minus ten and a half. No, they certainly Ooh. did that to the. Uh, I skipped a game. I got another one. To the. Uh, so that's the on Jets. scores and odds, Pete. Uh, yeah, that is on scores and odds ten and a half. And then my fifth game will be. In Blacksburg, Virginia, Hugh oh Freeze my. is bringing in his 6-0, 25th-ranked Liberty Flames. Uh, both, of these <laughs> both of these teams fuck on offense, too, Hooky. <laughs> uh, and Virginia Tech is bad at defense. They're 11th in the ACC in defense and uh, offense, or, uh, on both sides, running the ball and passing the ball. So I think there's going to be a lot of points, another shootout. So I'm going to take the over 67 in the Liberty-Virginia Tech game. So those are my five picks. San Jose State plus nine and a half. Boise over 61. Liberty over 67. Georgia minus, or Clemson minus five. And Chiefs minus ten and a half. Is Liberty a religious school? Isn't that the... That is that's founded yes, by the Falwell yes. family. And the name of their mascot Flames. is the Flames? <laughs> that's <Correct>. right. <laughs> it's all coming together. Oh, very interesting. Uh and look, the, the floor is yours here for your lock. I can't give it to you yet because I need to tell our audience about the official automotive dealer of the Tim McKernan Show podcast, and that is Munganast. Doug's got himself a new whip from Munganast. 
Y'all need to get a new whip oh. from Mungan. Yeah, he does. How about that, that producer Joe? And right now you have the Tim McKernan Show and TMA special. And I truly, when I read this the first time, thought it may be a misprint. But this is what it is. This is what it is. 2020 Acura MDX, all-wheel drive lease, no money down, three forty nine a month. What? What? As somebody was looking cars when my lease was expiring, I'm, like, stunned by that. 2020 Acura MDX all-wheel drive lease for three forty nine a month, zero down, 36-month lease, tax title license extra, and it is the TMA special. Uh, so go in to St. Louis Acura. Uh, that's uh, Munganess. Uh, and that's where you go, stlouisacura.com. Let them know you want the TMA special, and you've got yourself an incredible deal. Plus, at Alton Toyota, where I got my car, uh, they have several new Toyotas with 0% financing available. And always... With over 200 pre-owned cars available, it's Munganest, the official automotive dealership of the Tim McKernan Show. And I am really enjoying our relationship with them. They are good people, and they're loyal listeners, too, so it's wonderful. Uh, Munganest. And the great Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. As it turns out, a number of people I know are Mark Hanna clients, which makes me very happy because Mark is a great guy. Uh, he talked Doug off the ledge uh, on moving money around before the election. Uh, he's just a good guy. He's a smart guy and he's not one of those guys. It's like, Hey, can you send me over what you have? And then if you don't have a certain amount, he's going to, you know, not pay attention to you. That's not the way that it works. He helps everyday people every day. His name is Mark Hanna. He's with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He's online at evergreenstl.com. Get organized and feel confident as the year wraps up. 314-889-0503. That's 314-889-0503. Or go online at evergreenstl.com. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Do you unit now? I can yield the floor. Florida Gators, plus three and a half. Against Georgia. Wow. That's the lock. A guy five and one who's theoretically on a heater right now. Yeah, I just like the way the uh, Florida... Uh, quarterback uh, seemingly can keep them in this game. Georgia did not impress me against Kentucky. I mean, so we have a few like opponents here. Mizzou beat the shit out of Kentucky. Florida beat the shit out of Mizzou. And Georgia struggled with Kentucky. I can't believe that's your fucking logic. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Okay, Fuck sweet. you, Pete. That is a heater, five-star Florida. It's a five-star play. It's a five-star play. <laughs> I might get back on Twitter to announce that Gene has a five-star play, and gamblers are going to tune in and go, these motherfuckers are like eight games under 500 combined. <laughs> and they're giving out five-star plays, and it's Florida plus three and a half. All right. Uh, I guess I'm next. That's right. Yep. Uh, on my heater. I, I, be, be, Hold on a second. What do we got? Joe's mad than... about you going against the Bulldogs, I think. No, I, I'm not, but I, I, I swear I just heard G-Unit say common opponent in Florida and Kentucky, correct? Uh-oh. There we go. Uh, no, no. I mean, I may have used those. Okay. Not common opponent. You did I, because. Well, you heard my. Florida and Kentucky Florida and Kentucky don't play till the 28th of November. Oh. And so I, I just, I, I wanted to be somewhat clear on what I thought I heard and. Common, sure oppo no, common uh, opponents, opponents. Like I went through the games that I was re relying on for this analysis, Joe. Okay. So, I, I, I just wanted to make sure I, I was understanding what I thought I may have heard. That's it. All right. Thank you. All right. Dorothy, Maggie, are we done? <laughs> All right, everybody. Gather around. Come watch the skull fucking in Columbus on Saturday night. Ohio State is an absolute machine. Mm. What a machine they are. Minus 38 against Rutgers. But that's not where I'm going. 
Because I could see, I could see, I could see Rutgers covering that. But I don't see this game staying below 64 points because Ohio State's going into the 50s. And I think Rutgers can actually score a little bit. You know, they got Chiano now, and Ohio State did kind of let a horrible Penn State offense get some points, which was really surprising based on the way it was in the first half. So I'm going Ohio State Rutgers over 64 as my lock of the week. I feel like I got some nods on that. That was a support. Is that a supported play? I like, I like it. it. I like the play. Yeah, there it is. That's where I'm going with uh, over. I, I like that a lot, Tim. Uh, I also like uh, Oklahoma absolutely kicking the living shit out of Kansas and laying that 37 and a half. Yeah, I was looking at I that also one. Like, I also like a very simple six-point tease on tonight's Thursday night football game and teasing the Packers down and the total down and taking the Packers in the over, uh, over the 42 or 42 and a half. I got it in at 42 this morning. But uh, my actual lock oh, wow. is Extra another picks. team that G-Unit had mentioned <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I, am going, uh, I am going over three of uh, Manchester United and Everton. Over three. Well, of Manchester course you United are. <laughs> I mean, as long as lock. Manchester yep. United is playing, we don't even need to go to you for the lock. We know your lock is Manchester United. It's over. No. But we did get bonus picks today. Yeah, I, bonus I guess we picks. have value. You, I just want to clear the record. This is only my second Manchester United lock over of the year. The first one was over two and a half of uh, United and uh, Brighton and Hove Albion in week one, and I hit that. So I am 1-0 and in Manchester United over locks this year so far. It just seems to me surprising, but G-Unit would know because he doesn't watch the games. He pays attention to the numbers, so maybe he can dig this up, <laughs> that this is the first time you've picked against Notre Dame. It's the first time you've picked Georgia, and it's only the second time you've taken the over on Manchester United. It just seems like I can't imagine that that's the case, but you know what? You have no reason to lie to me about it. It just seems like there's a staple no, of the actually, Pick Six podcast, or when it was the Friendlies Picks of the Week, and it would be you picking against Notre Dame, you picking Georgia, and you picking the over on whatever <laughs> Manchester United is doing. Uh, we've got this spreadsheet here, Tim, and it, it tells me that it is the second time I've picked a Manchester United over as a lock. It is the second time that I have picked Georgia this season. And it is the first time I have bet against Notre Dame. All right, there it is. It's producer as Joe. As Buck Swope's going to look into that, or Iggy. either Iggy or Buck Swope will be. I mean, as a lock, yeah, as oh, a lock. Come on, <laughs> do you honest to God think? Do you honest to God think that that dried apricot, <laughs> that wherewithal within him to take the time, a little, to little spark to give the people be, what they want. If be, they tune in for Joe be, going off on Iggy, just right at the end, I'm like, oh, we haven't done what be, you're talking about, Willis, yet. We need to throw it in at the end of the script, and there it is. Yeah. All right, Pete, what, what do you have? All right, for my lock of the week, I am going between the hedges as well. Oh, except... my God. Everybody's between the hedges except me. <laughs> I am... They're not between the hedges. They're in Jacksonville. Oh. oh I'm wow. going out to the world's largest cocktail party. <laughs> Wearing a nice dress. I am mm-hmm. going to uh, go against G-Unit's double-sided dildo lock of the week. <laughs> oh, wow. And I am taking Georgia <laughs> minus three and a half as well. Uh, Dan Mullen is a piece of shit. Wow! I think uh, Georgia's going to be able to put pressure on Trask. He's not going to be able to move the ball like he did against Missouri. And statistically, when I look at this game, what jumps out at me off the page is that Dan Mullen is a piece of shit. Yeah, so is that the because he wore Darth Vader costume is that the he tried to fight the tigers bro he started a brawl at halftime he's a piece of shit Fight tiger 
Seems so, like go. they may be pretty pumped up after Five. that. Pretty pumped up. Win. Whoa. Tiger. Just, well, the it, Gators were. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're going to be pumped up again. This It just seemed like Drink was kind of a pussy. That's what I saw. I mean, you... you th- wow, you, Pete might start fighting you. No, Drink's a nerd. That's good. That's what we need. We need a nerd to lead our team. All these teams got jocks that don't know how to coach football. So, that's good. Sometimes nerds are pussies. Think about that. All right. That's something be- to ponder for the next edition of Pick 6 uh, coming your way next week. Enjoy this one. Spread the word. Uh, G-Unit is on his traditional second half of the year heater. Uh, for producer Joe on the Mark Hanna Evergreen Wealth Strategies phone lines, uh, I'm Tim McKernan for G-Unit. For Gangster Pete with me here in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios, this has been another edition of the Tim McKernan Show. Pick 6 podcast on the Inside STL Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.